Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. I'm Doug Fain. Well, here on this Saturday morning, we're going to be talking about Kroger and a florist. We'll talk to Becky Hunter Garrett about her parents, J.W. and Hester Hunter, and what they meant to our community. Do you have a good excuse? At Rachel's Rose Garden, they love excuses. What was your last excuse to give flowers? For Mommy's birthday! For my daughter's dance recital. For my wife's anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty and they smell good. No matter what your excuse is for giving flowers, Rachel's Rose Garden and Will Moore is here to help you make the statement. Rachel's Rose Garden, more than just flowers. Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. Glad to have you here on this Saturday morning. Today we're going to talk about the Kroger and the florist. That's the best way I can put it. We're going to talk about a couple that lived here in town who had connections to both of those things. And joining me here today is their daughter, Becky Hunter Garrett. Good morning, Becky. Morning. Glad you are here. Wanted to talk about JW, better known as Dub, and Hester Hunter, who were your parents. And a lot of people that used to be in Nicholasville will remember both of those for a number of reasons. So we'll just kind of delve into this and and give a little history on them. First off, and I'm assuming because his initials were JW, is that where the dub came from? His his sister, when she was little, they they all called him JW and she would say dub. Or J-dub and then shorten to dub. Because I guess for years, that's probably the only way Mm -hmm. I knew him was as dub hunter. Right. Where was, now he was born here. In fact, your all's family is one of the first settlers of this county, right? Well, according to uh, Miss Cox, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> yeah, they were here right at the very start. Mm-hmm. But tell us about your dad. Tell us about when he was born and his parents. Okay, he was born in 1919. Mm-hmm. He can uh, used to tell me he remembered about the horse and buggy days. He said that he lived in the best time of life. Yeah. He went from horse and buggy to a man on the moon. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, he did see it all. Yeah. And you know that's true, is that if you look at the 20th century mm-hmm. and all that happened from start to finish, I don't know that we'll ever see another century with that much uh, innovation and technology. Right. So right. he did see it all. He did. And and he felt like he was very blessed yeah. to have lived during that time period. Who was his parent? Uh, Walden and Bessie Hunter. Now, what did the, were they farmers? Walden. Oh, yeah, he was. The yeah. daddy was. Yeah. yeah. And did he have brothers and sisters? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, William Bill Hunter. Mm-hmm. And uh, his sister was Annabelle Hunter Roberts. Right. Now, she went on to Mary Hartman Roberts, who owned the liquor store right mm-hmm. down the street. For yeah, he started years. out with like a fuel oil business. Yeah. And then he went into the liquor store. And Anna was truant officer for how she, many years? Oh, years. <laughs> a long uh, time. Right. Well, she started out teaching. Yeah. I think she taught down at Wilmore for a while. Yeah. And then she went on and become the, the DPP. Right. But I don't know what it was called back in yeah. her day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Truant officers. She all took I care of the kids that weren't at school. And I'm sure there's some people that listen to us that may remember her. We're going to duel here with your, your parents because mm-hmm. both of them were very active in our community. So let's talk about your mom, Hester. Okay. How did she get started? She was born in 1922, mm-hmm. and um, her parents had just moved here not long before that from Madison County. Okay. And she grew up, I guess she was born here, actually, and yeah. grew up here in Jessamine. So how did they get to know each other? Well, Daddy, as a child, I, if I, my information from him was correct, yeah. um, he grew up down on Logana. Uh-huh. And then she was down on Christman Mill, close to Mount Lebanon Church mm-hmm. there. She grew up down there. So I guess maybe through school and mm-hmm. 
just being in the same, somewhat same area. So they somehow hooked up <laughs> some way. Right. And around 1940, I think we talked yeah. about, they were married. Right. Now, they had two children. Mm-hmm. Tell us about those events. Lucy Hunter Jackson, yeah. that was my sister, and she was born 1953. Mm-hmm. And... She went on later to marry Jesse Jackson. Right. And I was born in 1947. Okay. And then, of course, I married David Garrett. Let's finish out the family history, then okay. we'll talk more about what your parents did. Mm-hmm. Now, you married David. Mm-hmm. You lost David how long ago? I mean, 2011. 2011. Mm-hmm. And he was one of many kids, a lot of Garretts mm-hmm. in this town. And you all had one child, Jody, right. who you lost 1989. And then Lucy, who married Jesse Jackson, mm-hmm. they have two children. Uh-huh, Brian and uh, Jenny. And Jenny uh, works here at a bank. What's mm-hmm. Brian doing now? Brian works for uh, Central Ready Mix. Okay. But then you lost Lucy, too. And what yes, year was that? That was in 2009. So the immediate family that grew up, and when, you, when I count the immediate family, I'm also talking about the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. You and, uh, and, and Brian, uh, Jenny... And Jesse mm-hmm. are it. I mean, well, uh, you're, oh, but remember, Jenny's well, you, got coal. <laughs> you got it. Well, yeah, that's that's the the, so, the crown jewel. Right. There is coal. That's, right. that's your great nephew who mm-hmm. might as well be your He's grandson. He's my grandson. Yeah. Yes. Because you take care of him, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the family. That's us. All right. <laughs> For many years, a lot of people knew your dad. We'll start with him. Okay. Uh, in his business, tell mm-hmm. us all about his work. Well, in his younger years, he worked down at. Um, Pat Foster's, Oscar Cumley's. Mm-hmm. These were grocery stores. These were right. grocery stores. And that's where he learned to cut meat mm-hmm. there and with Heathman's. Mm-hmm. He, I think it was Sue Heathman that helped him yeah. a lot with the butchering part. Right. And then he went on later to work at Kroger, and he was there for like 33, 35 years. Now, the Kroger back around the 40s, back around mm-hmm. the time I guess he was married, Mm-hmm. was located right across the street from the radio station mm-hmm. in the building where the circuit clerk's office is. Yes. It eventually, around 40, well, I can't remember what year it was, uh-huh. but they moved across the street, across Main Street, mm-hmm. to the area of the, around where Farmer's Bank mm-hmm. is. And that was a pretty modern store. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, they had buggies and you mm-hmm. got your own groceries. I guess up to that point, am I correct? I think Terry Leach was telling me that basically you'd walk in the old Kroger and give them a list and they'd get it all together for now, you. See, I can't remember that. Yeah. But I know that's how a lot of people, my grandmother used right. to go to Heathman's right. and that's how she would they do. They would do it. Mm-hmm. So they got this brand new store and your dad was there cutting meat at the time, right? I'm pretty sure he was at yeah. that new Now, I don't know about the old, the first one. Right. But uh, at the second, yeah. So was he actually? You know, Kroger's moved few times since mm-hmm. then. Where did he end his career? At what location was it? The one where it is mm-hmm. right now, or was it when it was up one when, block toward Hardy's? I don't Hardy's? remember when the one that's right now opened. Do you think he was in that one? He he had to have retired about the time it was open. Yeah. Now whether he worked any there, I really can't remember, Doug. So he learned, and he was a meat cutter, and that's mm-hmm. what people knew him as right. for years and years and years right. at Kroger here in Nicholasville. Now, your mother, she was on a different track, but they worked really close together, and I'm talking about proximity, mm-hmm. uh, because she was a florist. Tell right. us, how did she get into that? Well, in, uh, when she started out, she worked for Martha Pierce. 
Mm-hmm. When, I think when Martha was over on 4th Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is now Nicholasville Florist right. and her daughter Bobby it, is now running uh, it. Runs it which, Who is my sister now? That's what I was going to say. The connection is there, folks, because Bobby's uh, br- husband is a brother to your husband. Right. Yeah. Right. So she started working for Martha mm-hmm. and learned the trade from her. Right. Okay. So then there was some people in town that kept coming to Mama and saying, I believe the town's big enough now to use two florists. Mm-hmm. And she thought about it and thought about it, and she talked to her daddy about it, and she talked to my daddy about it, and they decided, okay, we're going to do it. And they opened Hunter's Florist at 103 North Main. And that's right across the street (laughs) from the radio station, but next door to where the circuit clerk's office Uh is. In fact, uh, the latest people that were in there was the planning and zoning, and that's where I remember her Mm -hmm. and her florist being for many years. How long was she there, do you know? Well, it was... Over 25, possibly 30 years. I think she opened in 1960, but I'm not, I don't remember what year she closed. Hard work. Yes. Many hours put in. People don't think about that. If you think about mm-hmm. a floor as well, not yeah. anybody can make a floor arrangement. But you right. think about the hours because it's not just somebody ordering roses for their wife's anniversary. You have funerals and you have all this kind of things. And, right. And, and it's it's really a hard job. Well, I can remember many Easter's and Mother's Day's that we'd be maybe having breakfast that morning. Before, yeah. And she would have to leave to go pick up somebody that forgot that it was Mother's Day or <laughs> forgot it was Easter and get a flower or a carnation or just something, a corsage yeah. or something yeah. for them to have. And, you know, back then, the floor is pretty well sold out of stuff on those big holidays right. like that. But so. you mentioned, though, somebody forgot and she mm-hmm. went. That was back when customer service truly was customer service. Right. Because right. you were in a town where... Pretty much everybody knew everybody. Mm -hmm. And the people that you were serving, not like it is now, the people you were serving, you knew. You were friends with them. Right. Or or related to them. Yeah. So, you know, customer service meant, I think, a whole lot more back then. Is your fondest memories growing up and as a child in the florist or with your dad at the Kroger or both? Pretty much both. I did work with Mama Mm -hmm. when I was in high school. I delivered flowers for her. And then on big holidays... That fell on weekends, right. I'd go and help, you know, then. Yeah. I never did get into the florist arranging part, but I got to drive the car and deliver the pedal the posies, in other words. Did you just not, <laughs> was this one your thing? It just wasn't my thing. Yeah. I didn't like it. I did go down there, and I did work after I had Jody, and but I kept books. Yeah. What about Lucy? Did well, she... she worked down there, too. She yeah. kept books for a while. When Mama decided she was ready to retire and get out of it, mm-hmm. she tried to get both of us to take it or one of us to take it right and neither one of us really had enough interest in it to do it what about that you know one of the things outside of their work that i guess that a lot of people identify expect your dad with especially mm-hmm. is horses mm-hmm. uh he was big big into horses was right. that way all his life yes yeah yes because he would talk about when he was a little boy they would ride the work horses uh-huh. and you know sometimes that was the only way you had to get to town yeah yeah <laughs> and he was he was always doing that. I can remember when I was little, little, that he would break horses for different people. Yeah. And he put me up there with him, and we'd ride through town. We'd ride through the country. And, of course, Lucy and I both went on to be great horse lovers. That's right. That's right. And very active in the saddle club and mm-hmm. things like that. 
a lot of people may remember where they lived also out on uh, Wilmore Road across mm-hmm. from what is now Warner Elementary. Was that a long-time place that they lived No, uh, we moved there in 1966 where in was, May. Where's the home place? Uh, 507 West Brown Street. West Brown. Mm-hmm. It was okay. when it was very first starting to build up out there. Daddy bought a lot, and yeah. him and my granddaddy built the house. We had a barn up behind it. We kept our horses in, and then that backed up to the old football field. Well, and I started to say that at that time, you were in the country Mm -hmm. when you got out at West Brown Street. Right, because there was no houses across the field. It was a big cornfield. Yeah. And down on the other side of Shun from West Brown, it was a big farm. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're talking about your dad seeing from buggies to spaceships. Yeah. And in you, you are of the age, you've seen a big change in this county, mm-hmm. in this community, in oh, these yeah. times. And and from the Florestans, one thing that we've talked about on this program with some other people is back in those years, especially back before I-75, US-27 was the only way you could go south. Mm-hmm. So it had to come right through Nicholasville. And you often wonder, I've often wondered, you had so many businesses, how did they how did they make it? Well, it's because of the number of people. Right. And it was a long trip to Lexington back then, oh, wasn't it? yeah. You had to, or we planned, you know, yeah. like from one weekend to the next, we planned on what day we would maybe yeah. try to go to Lexington shopping. Yeah. And yeah. that, and that was, it made a big difference. It's yeah. not, it's not quick like it is no. now. So you said you worked for your mom for a while. What's your, mm-hmm. what's your best remembrances of the grocery store and hanging around there? With Well, I really wasn't able to hang around the grocery store that much with Daddy yeah. because, I mean, it was it was busy, and right. you just didn't take your kids and go back there with all the knives and meat cleavers mm-hmm. and grinding machines and all that kind of stuff. So we went and did the grocery, and but as far as going and getting to go to work with him yeah. or anything, that didn't that didn't happen. Well, well, that brings up an interesting point. You know, Kroger, of course, has been a national chain for mm-hmm. a long time. Was it was there a difference in the feel? And even you're talking about going to work with him, than there was, say, at Heathman's. Oh yes, yes. Heathman's was more family oriented, like, yeah. and Kroger was more business. It was more. Cha- it was a chain. Yeah. So there was quite. It wasn't. Whereas Heathman's, I could see mm-hmm. were some of those kids, whether it was. Uh, Barbara or, or Sue or uh, Mary Dalton right. running in and, and playing in the back, mm-hmm. and, whereas you couldn't because of the, the fact it was a chain. Right, and there was, you know, a danger right. back there. I remember we had some pictures Terry Leach gave us mm-hmm. uh, of when the new store opened over here. Of course, yeah. her dad was the manager. Right. And it was very interesting to look at some of those pictures of some of the prices of, of food back then, and, and we have that on our Facebook page, but some of the, just you just can't hardly believe. Yeah. And some other pictures that she gave me that I have not turned loose of yet for publication, but I will. But she showed me these one pictures, and this was when the Kroger was at the old place across the street here. Mm-hmm. And it was a, an old fella who looked like he was loading, unloading things from a wagon into the Kroger store. And she told me it was Fred Jackson. And she said that Fred, who ran a garbage wagon, mm-hmm. on Thursdays would clean his wagon out and go to the train depot and get the groceries for Kroger and deliver them on Main Street to I never to heard them. that. And I've got actually got pictures yeah. of that, of him uh, delivering. Probably the only time during the week that his wagon was, was clean. clean. Or somewhat clean. Oh, we used we used to ride on the wagon with him. Yeah, we, we would walk maybe a mile to get to ride a mile back to the house. Isn't that something? <laughs> and just to get to ride up there and sit. I mean, because 
Fred Jackson. Everybody knew Fred Jackson. Yeah. And he's one of those town characters that unfortunately we don't have anymore. Mm -hmm. Or no one liking. Yeah. Yeah. He just, and he rode around. I remember people have told me that the joke was, what has four wheels and flies? And that is Fred Jackson's (laughs) wagon because he called trash and and dogs, I guess, ran after him constantly. What's your best memories of growing up here? Well, getting to go with daddy, riding the horses. Now, he was big on hunting, too. Oh, yeah. And he liked to hunt quail. He had bird dogs. Later, he had uh, beagle hounds. But uh, I used to love to go with him hunting. And I had to stay, of course, back behind him. Right. But as I was saying earlier, there was a farm down at the end of... um, West Brown across Mm -hmm. uh, from Shun, and he would go back in there a lot. I don't know that there was hunting seasons. I guess there was back then. (laughs) I never heard them talk about it back then, but uh, we'd go back there hunting. I I loved that. Of course, it was just me and Daddy. Lucy was too little to trail along with us at that point. I'll ask you some questions now that I have asked numerous guests on this show. And, And when I ask you the first one, you will have time to think about the second one. Let's talk about Dub. Mm-hmm. One word. How would you describe him? Unique. That's good. Unique. How he, come? he was. He was. He was just very special. Yeah. He had a way of making Lucy and I both think that we were his favorite. Really. And that's, and, that's and how he he. I mean, he would take her and go do things. Yeah. He would take me and go do things, yeah. or we both go with him. Right. But you know, anytime we were with him, we thought we were the special one. Mm-hmm. And how he did it, I don't know. He was a good dad. It was just, yeah, he was. He just knew he how to was. be a good dad. Mm-hmm. What about your mom? What about Hester? Mama, busy <laughs> with the flower shop. And, of course, the hours weren't never set. Yeah. And you just never knew when she was going to get to go with us to do something or not. But if we planned on going, Daddy was always able to be there to take us or mm-hmm. to go with us. Mm-hmm. And she was sort of on the iffy side because of the business. Right. And, and her family to- came first. But her business was, was a priority a, too. Sure, it had to be mm-hmm. because it helped run the family. Right. And it's one of those one of those businesses you can't just shut the door mm-hmm. when you want. You've got to take care if you want to keep your business. True. You got to keep uh, the people satisfied. True. Pretty lucky to have them as parents, mm-hmm. from what I knew about them. I always thought so. <laughs> yeah, they were good yeah. people, and I always enjoyed being around them and knowing them. I know you you miss them terribly, but you mm-hmm. know we've talked about many people on this program who. Uh, has significant contribution to our town. And some of them professionals, like we had a show on Dr. Williams and uh, Doc Yearwood. But, you know, people like your mom and dad who provided a service that was that people remember mm-hmm. and, and enjoyed, whether it's the flowers or a good cut of steak, because right. you can't mess that up. True. And uh, a lot of people remember Dub and Hester and their contribution to this community also. And I guess the best contribution, of course, is you and Lucy. Well, thank you. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. (laughs) You know, Beck, times are not always easy, though. Mm -mm. You were unfortunately lost your son back in, what year did you say? 1989 Mm -hmm. at the age of 16, I believe. Mm -hmm. And he was your only child. Right. It's been a rough, rough time, I'm sure. It was. But I guess the hunter blood is strong. And you were able to get through that. I was. I had a lot of friends and family that, sure. that helped, but sure. yeah, it was rough. What kind of effect did that have on your mom and dad? Kind of hard, wasn't it? It was. It was because, you know, they were 
older. Yeah. And I found that the older I am and losing loved ones, it gets harder. It's harder. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard. harder. Yeah. And, uh, of course, that was their first yeah. grandchild. And I guess they're always special, too. But, uh, yeah, yeah it, it really, it was hard on them. But, as again, they're strong people. Mm-hmm. And they were able to get through it. And that's, right. through the grace of God, they were able to, to go on and, and survive. And, and I've lost, you know, all my other family members yeah. just about. And in a sense, they were easier because they were all sick or elderly. Yeah, yeah. And it's easier to lose someone or mm-hmm. give them up, I guess mm-hmm. you'd say, mm-hmm. once you've seen them in the pain and right, the, right. the ache and hurt right. that uh, they were in. But it's pretty devastating just to all of a sudden see your son sure. at one moment and then the next the moment. Next moment you know. Yeah. Well, you're a strong lady that, that I know. <laughs> I know that. I am tickled to death that you were able to talk to us about Dub and Hester because they were very well liked in this community, very well thought of, and a part of downtown. And, you know, these people that we talk about on this program are people who uh, helped make our town what it is mm-hmm. today. Right. I mean, they were the, the pioneers, right. if you will, and kept it going. And, uh, and even like with the horses and the saddle club and all their involvement. And I see Daddy was one of the ones that helped establish the saddle club. Yeah, he was one of the founders. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yes. And that's that's still a pretty big program, isn't it? Yeah, it's still in existence. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in. You're more than welcome. Appreciate you talking to us. My thanks to Becky for coming in this morning and telling us all about her mom and dad. Appreciate you coming in, too, every Saturday morning for all things Jessamine. We'll do it again next week at 11 o'clock. Don't forget, I'm here every morning, every weekday morning, that is from 6 until 8 a.m. to get you up and going on Jess FM 105.9.